in life for free But you can give them to the birds and bees I want money You are listening to The Broom Closet, where we go deep with the biggest NFT collectors in the game. It's time to quit paper-handing all your blue-chip plays and learn the insights and strategies of the diamond hand holders. And for all of the artists, new and old, this is the place to hear what the big buyers are really looking for and the red flags they're aiming to avoid. My name is Mofo. I'm a longtime crypto degen, NFT collector, and the founder of the Gotham Apes Project. With me is my co-host, the legendary artist and mastermind behind the Phantom Punks, OG Sarge. What's up, my brother? Hey, yo. What's up, mofo? Um, Yeah, today's exciting. We got Heels Are Sticky, who I'm assuming is from North Carolina. Is that correct? Yeah, what's up, guys? what's up heels how are you i'm doing well man so uh good guess there sarge uh everybody always asks me (laughs) about the nickname you know we were talking earlier uh, and uh and we had a couple theories my guess was that you are a former tar heel or current tar heel yeah, we we live in North Carolina. Uh, everybody always expects a really good DGen story out of this, and uh, when they find out it's just that I'm a diehard UNC fan, they're like, "Oh man, that's it." Hey, it, 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 it's better than um, wearing high heels and getting them stuck in a uh, event, is what I was thinking <laughs> way way long ago. So, so why don't we, we, we want to hear kind of your story and your journey, but before we do that, you know, uh, let's pump up some attendance by doing a giveaway. We like to start this off. I'll do a giveaway. All you need to do to enter the giveaway is retweet my pinned post, tag two or three friends, you know, give us a like. And today I'm going to give away a Beans on Acid, which has a pretty strong floor price and a lot of hype around it. Um, so go ahead and throw that up there on the Twitter. And in you know 10 minutes or so, I'll run a Twitter picker and uh, we can give away a Beans on Acid. And um, yeah, so... What's up, man? Tell us a little bit about yourself. We'd love to hear, you know, where you're from, um, you know, what you uh, what you like to do, and a little bit about your NFT and crypto journey because you know, that's one of my favorite parts about this entire show. Yeah, cool, man. Um, it is fun. That's one of the great things is hearing everybody's kind of backstory on how they got where they are uh, and what kind of what got them rolling. Um, but. Uh, I guess I bought my first Bitcoin back in, it was in November of 2020. So I hadn't been in this space as long as most people. Um, Interesting that I kind of kicked around on F for a while on Ethereum and checked out Matic, checked out ADA and just couldn't really find a place I loved. Um, Opened a Gemini account in the summer or maybe spring of 2021. And they had listed Phantom, I guess, in June. And I started doing some research on it, um, made a couple of purchases. Weirdly, it was about the same price it is right now um, back then. 
But uh, as I researched, I came across Tomb Heads um, and ended up checking out an auction. And from, I mean, from that second on, I was done. <laughs> that's that's how it happens, right? Uh, so, wow, that's interesting that you, um, I guess, discovered Phantom. Was it on your own? Or did you have any friends or family or anyone else that sort of turned you on to Phantom? Or is that just through Gemini? Because... Um, that is really one of the only U.S. listings uh, to get directly on to uh, into Phantom. So that's interesting that that was your path. Yeah, it was pretty random. Um, I, I, honestly, they, I just saw it was an upcoming listing, and that's literally what started my dive into it. And then I started right. hopping through discords. And, um, you know, again, I went to that first auction at Tomb Heads. That was probably maybe like – September of 2021 and uh, uh, I think I told this story in a discord the other day it was like when I was 15 I went to Lollapalooza in Charlotte and uh, it was kind of that same feeling of just like holy shit this is amazing yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome man totally awesome so Tomb Heads got you hooked I think you know <laughs> uh, Tomb Heads could probably claim you know, getting a lot of people hooked on phantom NFTs. It is, it was, and is just really the place to be for, you know, super solid community, you know, great art, just a, you know, overall really, really cool experience. You know, once you get in there, especially, especially, you know, the way the market was, you know, six months ago, seven months ago, eight months ago, it was just, you know, incredible energy. People were throwing up crazy amounts of phantom uh, for for pieces and you know we'll talk about it in a little bit but last weekend uh I, I i felt a little bit of that that energy again it was you know some some really big bids some really great pieces and it's hard not to love it you know when you're inside the auction house you know you know participating in the community and just watching that whole thing go down it's uh it's a pretty cool pretty cool scene for sure uh, for anyone who's you know listening and looking to get into Phantom NFTs, check out Tomb Heads Auction every Sunday uh, at 7 p.m. UTC. You gotta throw a shout out for the homie Tomb Heads. So let's kind of jump into it. Um, you know, there's lots of lots of stuff we like to we chat about. We we flipped up the format a little bit um, you know this week just to kind of talk about more current events and how things are rolling out this summer. I think this summer is is definitely different than last summer and and unique and worth bringing up, you know, as the industry evolves. Um, and uh, you know Sarge kind of touched on it a minute ago, but a little bit back more into your background. Um, you talked a little bit about kind of, you know, friends and family. How how do your friends and family feel about you know, NFTs and crypto in general, you know, are they kind of supportive of your hobby? Are they, um, are they dismissive? Do they think you're crazy? <laughs> I would say pretty supportive for the most part. Um, you know, my wife's a, we look at it as a long-term investment in most of the stuff we buy. You know, it's not something that we're looking to sell next week if we, or we have to sell next week. It's something that over the years we expect it to grow. Uh, my father and my brother both own some crypto. I don't have a lot of friends in it yet. I have one buddy that's with you know with PayPal. He's made a few purchases, but uh, it still seems you know, unknown to me. I mean, I, I bet seven out of the ten people I, I hang out with don't know anything about it yet. Still early. <laughs> yep. we, say, we say that every week, and uh, who knows what this industry looks like a year, two, or five from now? But I'm I guarantee it's going to be interesting. Um, 
I just wanted to, uh, uh, sorry, I just want to, um, so you mentioned sort of that your, your NFT purchases are more of a long-term. Is that, is that how you sort of approach, um, the NFT market in general? Uh, you're looking for pieces that you're going to hold for, for longer than just a couple, you know, a couple days after, you know, riding that first wave of a, of a mint or whatever. Yeah, I would say for for sure, for the most part, that's the case. You know, every once in a while, there's a return that's that's hard to say no to. Um, I, I do it maybe a little different from a lot of people. I keep I keep separate wallets for different things. My NFT wallet and kind of DGen wallet, where I test stuff out, stays separate from like my long term uh, just holding crypto tokens. That's a totally different wallet. Um, I keep some I onboard through. Ethereum, so that's a you know usually I have to bridge across to Phantom, um, but I guess my setup's a little bit different. But yeah, to answer your question, I think most of it I look at as a longer term play. I mean, is it ever going to get any cheaper to buy in than it is right now? Maybe a little bit, but but not too much. So let me ask another question because uh, th- there seems to be a bit of a common theme with you know all of us. Uh, NFT enthusiasts and, and even crypto enthusiasts, you know, at some point in your life or even now, um, have you been like a collector of things? Have you, you know, collected sneakers, you know, baseball cards, you know, any like collectibles? Has that always been something that's, you know, been interesting to you and, and passionate about? Oh, yeah, man. Um, you know, as a little kid, uh, baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, of course. I was always the kid that ran like the NCAA pool at school. It was like, you know, making sure everybody got a team. We did true for the pot at the end of the, the tourney. Um, but yeah, I think I've always been in a collectible stuff. I've always enjoyed um, trading and, uh, you know, just everything that comes with NFTs. What was your most prized, um, your prized card? And, and do you still have it today? Oh, wow. That's a good question. I got a Nolan Ryan rookie that's, uh, that's still sitting somewhere uh, upstairs in my attic in a case. Um, I've still got a ton of baseball cards and football cards and basketball cards that I don't even I haven't even looked at probably in five years. Man, you know, you just brought back a, an entire rush of nostalgia there. Uh, and I don't know if you did this or if any other listeners did this, but, you know, when I was younger, you know, significantly younger, I would also collect baseball cards. And uh, and a lot of my friends would like, you know, drive into one specific player. And I think there's actually some some parallels to, you know, to the NFTs. And my player that I drove into was Nolan Ryan. I, I lo- had you know, hundreds of different Nolan Ryan cards. Never had the rookie card. That's the one I wanted. Let me know if you uh, want to sell that. Let me know if you want to sell that. Let me know if you want to sell that thing. No, um, <laughs> let me know if you want to sell that thing. But, um, but yeah, that was my guy. Like, I, I just really, you know, I watched him pitch a couple no hitters and he was just such a legend, uh, had, you know, all sorts of stuff. And, uh, did you have any of the same kind of, would you, would you focus in on specific players or specific, you know, brands of, of cards and whatnot? Um, I was, I guess I started in the early eighties. So most of mine, you know, back then it was just top stoners and affiliate. Um, you know, the, the crazy upper deck came along in like 89. Yeah. I remember we must yeah, be the same so, age. Yeah, yeah. We're all the same age. Yeah. There you go. That's exactly right. You can always tell by what year people started collecting or what Pe- they collected. Pinnacle came around. Yeah. You pinnacle, called it pinnacle? Right. <laughs> pinnacle, pinnacle, pinnacle. I prefer, I prefer to call it pinnacle. Pinnacle, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it kind of exploded after that. They just came out with a thousand different 
you know, different brands and different companies. And then, you know, I think that's probably where I actually slid away from it. It just yeah. got so crazy. Sounds, that's that's sounds what I was similar. Doing. Yep. Sounds similar. Um, so like from a, from a, like a taste uh, perspective, you know, they always say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And, you know, one of the things that's, that's really interesting uh, around people is, is, you know, one person can love a certain art style. Another person can hate it. Um, you know, when you look at your, you know, NFT uh, habits, <laughs> let's call them, you know, what styles are you drawn to? What do you, you know, what do you think really, you know, brings it in for you? Like what, what gets you really excited on the, uh, on the style front? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't know that I actually have a style. Um, I'm pretty wide open, but it, it's usually instant. I know I love this or maybe I don't love this. Um, I still mint a lot of stuff, even if I don't love it. If I like the, you know, the artist or the collection, I will still mint anyway, just because that's how we roll on Phantom. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, um, I, I couldn't pigeonhole it. I mean, I have so much, such a wide variety of different stuff for different reasons. Uh, it's tough for me to say, um, you know, anything from, I love devilish. I love teens. I love both of you guys. I love, uh, Walter Newman's is incredible. Um, you know, hard, you know, tomb heads, amazing, hard, not to, you know, hard to pigeonhole exactly what I like though. Yeah, we get that, you know, kind of quite a bit also is you'll find that there are there are people that have very specific styles and then there's people that like kind of everything, you know, maybe similar to, to music, uh, music taste is yeah. um, it, it, it's, you know, there's not one right way or one wrong way for sure. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm similar in that I'll look at something and I'll know instantly like, yeah, like that's that's what I like, but it crosses genres for sure. And, you know, it's kind of all over the place, but, 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 you know, I have a very specific eye, you know, I, I spent a lot of time, you know, in my early years, I went to school for, you know, design, graphic design, and, you know, I've been kind of obsessed with the way things lay out, the way things look and, you know, kind of a bit of a perfectionist in that regard, but, but definitely that style crosses all sorts of different genres. Um, you, you mentioned music. I mean, that's a great connector. I think too, I, I'm a music junkie and I love just about everything. I mean, a huge like '90s grunge. Um, I love classic rock. I love indie rock. Um, I don't do it. The only thing I really don't do is is straight country. I'll do some old country, but just not the new stuff. I'm with <laughs> you there, man. Living in Texas, um, that new country is rough. But the but the old country. I mean, Johnny Cash. That that kind of kind of stuff hits hard, man. I love that. Yeah, I'll take I, some Highwaymen or some Johnny Cash or some you know, Southern rock Marshall Tucker band or Skinner, or I can do that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, I'll go a little further and, you know, I'll say that, you know, define new because, you know, at, at, you know, where I am in life at my age right now, um, you know, some people might say, say new is, uh, you know, everything coming out today, or they might even say, you know, like, you know, Kenny Chesney and, uh, and, uh, you know, Garth Brooks or whatever n new compared to the Johnny Cash. Uh, but I like, I like a little, yeah, I heard the other day. Have time. Uh, but um, but you I know, I think I don't say think I heard the other day that Nirvana's classic. The Nirvana's, oh, Nirvana's classic. classic. Is that what you heard? No, I heard I heard on classic radio. Oh, great! Nirvana, old Nirvana on classic rock radio. Like, what is going on in the world, right? Crazy. 
<laughs> um, but I, you know, anyways, I, I think that people are are probably <laughs> not here to listen to uh, you know what kind of country music I like, um, but <laughs> but more talk NFTs. And I think one of the big topics today, and really through the summer, and we're seeing more of, uh, you know, specifically through Potluck and 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 several others as well, is some of this cross-chain, um, you know, traversable NFTs, uh, and it's it's really becoming a thing. Uh, besides Phantom, you mentioned you you messed around with you know ETH for a little bit. Um, what chains are you tracking? Uh, what chains are you collecting on? Why do you think you're, you know, why are you doing that? And, you know, what do you think about uh, all this cross-chain stuff? Um, I love cross-chain. I think it's, a, I think it's in, it's the future for sure. Um, I still track some stuff on Ethereum and Avalanche. That's about as far as I go for NFT stuff. Um, and you're right. I mean, Pollock is just killing it. Um, they're just breaking new ground all the time. Um, the Bit Shadows Collection um, is another one. Um, you know, there's, how about back to Pollock, the, the swole chads, uh, movement right now is amazing. Loving it. Loving it. Yeah. yeah it's just awesome. But yeah, I think, I think right now Phantom's just a small community par- comparison to Ethereum. So we just need access to those, those larger communities. It just brings so much more capital and liquidity to us too, and shows, shows people what's on Phantom, which I think a lot of people don't know how great the art is here right now. Yeah, I see my of, man. You know, Voodoo's there. Yeah, this Friday, you know, we're doing that. Uh, well, not we, but uh, Phantom, I guess, is bringing one of our premier artists, Hayun Lee, over to Ethereum. So that's going to be real interesting to see how that works out. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's the first time a Phantom artist has gone over to Ethereum. And, you know, I know Uman started on Ethereum and came over to Phantom, so the opposite. But. Um, it's going to be real interesting to see how that uh, plays out for, for the whole ecosystem. It would be absolutely incredible if that gets some really good traction uh, this Friday. Uh, the Mint is so affordable, especially with Ethereum gas being basically under $10 USD right now for transactions. So it's pretty cheap. I think the Mint's going to be around 30 USD, 0.03 Ethereum. So uh That'd be just incredible to see how that plays out. And then, you know, for future mints uh, with phantom artists going over to Ethereum with, with the gas being what it is, um, again, bringing just more, more wallets over to phantom um, is, is the ultimate goal during this bear market for sure. So, uh, so the next bull run, will just have way more users, way more uh, collectors. And I think um, the cross chain stuff is just, is just the way to go for sure. And definitely the future of all NFTs. I think it'll be interesting too, because there's, there's such a piece now, uh, you know, with phantom, phantom community, the phantom artists that the crossover to ETH and we're seeing it on, on the AVAX side too, is definitely bringing awareness back to phantom. So, you know, it, which brings up a question for me and I, I know which way we're going to approach this, you know, if we, if, and when uh, we launch uh, a product into uh, the ETH market, but I'm very curious too, for the other artists, like, you know, there's a lot of early investors in projects who have, you know, bought one out of ones, you know, bought lots of mint, 
you know, been very supportive of these artists. This is something we talk about pretty regularly, you know, bringing value to your holders and rewarding them for, for, for holding your tokens and, and being early supporters. I'm, I'm very interested to see how these artists that are, you know, breaking over into the ETH chain are going to you know, support their early investors. And, you know, are there going to be you know, free mints? Are there going to be, you know, airdrops? Are there, you know, is there going to be, you know, some level of, you know, thanks for supporting me along the way on this? And, you know, me, I for one think there should be, um, you know, maybe pumping my own bags to some degree. But, um, but you know, as, as we look, as I look at the, you know, the strategy around the Gotham Maze project, it's, it's really, you, you got to reward uh, your holders and you got to reward those that supported you early because, you know, they're investing in you. What do you think? Well, yeah. And speaking on, speaking on that point, um, you know, it's all about the team behind the project, right? So I know just uh, this morning that uh, potluck is going to basically uh, free mint for anyone that owns a uh, Hey Yoon Lee, uh, the cat and the uh, phantom box. So if you own, some of her one, one pieces that were auctioned off either through paint swap or at the two meds auction house or the pinky swear auction house. Uh, you now have uh, a free mint for the upcoming mint this Friday. So that's exactly to hit on your point. Um, you know, getting in early on, on an artist that you like that you think one day is going to have a generative is a smart idea because you're going to get some freebies out of that and some value out of that. That's how it should be. I'm I'm super excited to hear that actually because I own a couple um, of of her pieces. I love them. Yeah. I've got one of them on my wall. And remember, that's, uh, that's cool. One of, yeah, in one of these uh, spaces, we actually scooped uh, live during the uh, during the space. I scooped the old uh, meow meow yep. cat. So there we go. Now yep. I got the free men out of it. Good. And yeah, a few weeks ago, you scooped on um, uh, ETH collection. Yeah. That was kind of cool too. That's right. So, you know, you know, based on that kind of talk, um, you know, what do you think? Is it is it the responsibility of projects to, uh, to you know, to come back and, and reward holders, especially, in, you know, not only within the same ecosystem, but once they cross chain? Is that something that you know, affects your decision on whether you want to invest in the project or not or, or doesn't really matter? I think that's what people are, are looking for when they're scoping out what their next buy is. They're they're looking at projects that have rewarded holders in the past. They're looking for projects that have solid roadmaps for the future and how they're going to reward holders. I mean, I think that's something probably everybody should be looking at when they're buying into a new a new collection. And and so a good question there is: totally. is that something you want to see? Prior to a launch, do you want to see that roadmap or is that something that, uh, you know, you like the piece of art? Um, There's potential for a roadmap developing. You're willing to take a shot on it. Um, You know, for me, if there's a, I can sort of tell now if there's going to be an awesome, uh, you know, one, one piece dropped in tomb heads. I'm now scouting to see if, there's a potential generative involved there, you know, um, instead of just, you know, the random one, one that maybe is not going to turn into a generative, uh, I'm going to maybe now start shying away from because I have such a huge collection of one ones, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just, is that something that you're looking for as well? Or is that just me? No, I think, I think for me, um, you know, it's just like, if you go, 
buy a car do you want to look at the contract after you pay for the car and or see the warranty after you've already bought it or do you want to see kind of some of that stuff up front that that's kind of what a roadmap is for me it's just understanding where they're going forward um like i said earlier i mean i I met plenty of stuff that may not have all of that but that's just how phantom rolls that's just our love for the community but the ones that i'm going to spend more of those precious phantom on is uh, are the ones that have that kind of uh pre-planned roadmap and path ahead yeah we 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 do talk about that a lot and we might as well just kind of dive in as it relates to roadmaps um you know i'll preface it and i I say this each week i i definitely don't feel as though uh i'm i'm an expert by any means and i'm certainly a student of life and uh you know learning along the way Um, but roadmaps are are pretty interesting aspect of a project because you'll see all different kinds a you know one no roadmap no roadmap no discord nothing it's just that this is just what it is and then you'll see incredibly complex ones that include uh you know games and movie you know building video games and movies and animated series and you know all of these things you'll see a lot of that on eth because the competition is so incredible like if you don't promise the world it's uh, you know hard to even get noticed. I mean, we I saw Voodoo and I actually did an uh, a uh, an AMA one time, and the woman was like, "Yeah, we're giving a Tesla away and like all of these things." And, and you know, I think we were we were both uh, you know quietly rolling our eyes and be like, "Oh, really? Well, you're going to give a Tesla away? Well, I might as well give away a Ferrari then or a Lambo." Um, and just kind of you know the the competition on the east side is is so crazy and. And then when they start missing their deadlines, promising too much and not delivering, you start to see the projects just tank right into the ground, which, you know, really uh, you know, affects the, you know, the uh, initial investors more than, than almost anybody. You know, a lot of these times these ETH projects kind of get a cash grab and then they almost don't even care. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm personally leaning towards uh, roadmaps that are very high level have, you know, very kind of specific and, you know, obtainable goals. And then if they start checking off the boxes on those and gaining momentum and gaining followers and gaining, you know, presence and community, um, you know, I'll buy another one or I'll buy another two or, or whatever. Um, I, one of the red flags, and we'll talk about this too, is for me is these, you know, these wild and crazy roadmaps that just start to like uh, fade off into the sunset, so to speak. Um. But, you know, this summer, you know, as I was talking about earlier, is, is, is different. Well, first, let me pause for one second here um, because I ran a Twitter picker and we have a winner for the beans on acid. Um, that is going to be Day Tripper T-O-A. So he probably already has some, but he just won uh, another. And so I will DM you after the show. Um, quick shout out too here, and uh, you know we save we save a lot of plugs for the end, but I but I also want to just throw this out there. Uh, Potluck and TOA are dropping the community beans collection today, almost immediately after this show, I believe. You know, throw up a thumbs up, Voodoo, if you're listening, and that's accurate. But I believe that in about 30 minutes, the uh, the community collection is dropping, which reminds me, I got to get logged in for all of that. Um, but back then, to... Go ahead. Sorry, but let, let me just... Before we continue, let me just do my giveaway now. And I'll, oh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll run a tour picker in a half hour. So we're going to do the... Um, 
Same thing, like, retweet my pin tweet. Again, pin tweet, like, and retweet. You could tag a few people if you like. And I'll give away one of the uh, From the Shadows, Volume 1, Passport, what? Hancock, and KVKA. Holy shit. So those floors are pretty good, 150 Phantom right now. So the, uh, we'll do a Twitter picker on that for one winner. Get, uh, on, get on that, listeners. Awesome. Thanks, Sarge. Uh, I'm sure people yeah. appreciate that. Very generous. Um, but let's talk about kind of current events. You know, this summer has been full of free mints um, and, and and oftentimes kind of the revival of some of these abandoned projects, which I think is a really cool community move. Uh, you were seeing Potluck do that a lot. Um, and, you know, let's talk about that for a little bit, like, you know, free mints versus, you know, versus, uh, you know, mints that are, are charging, you know, 15, 20, 30 phantom. Um, you know, is this the product of a bear market or is this kind of the way of the future? Um, I think, I think there's a little bit of both in there. I think it's somewhat, it's, it, it kind of eases the pain for a lot of, uh, NFT collectors during a, a bear market to have some, uh, I guess just some, uh, some help along the way, some fun thrown in there while you're watching some of these assets go down. Um, I think at the same time, I think it's a great opportunity to bring some new people in um, that maybe haven't gone into the NFT space yet that have just maybe been in DeFi or maybe just uh, in basic crypto stuff. But then they see an opportunity where, hey, it's free. Why not try? And you know, maybe something that that uh, they find they like and get a little bit more involved in this. What about you, Serge? Yeah, 100% agree. Um, you know, the free mints, uh, you might jump on a, a free mint project and that's going to be sort of your gateway uh, to other projects within the ecosystem. So, you know, from there, you're going to be, you know, watching that, that project on NFT key on paint swap or wherever it's listed. And then you're going to start seeing what else is minting. And because everything is so cheap right now, you, Hey, maybe I'll buy a Phantom lantern uh, for 15 FTM, you know, Get into that community and see where that goes. And wait, you know, by by what? Oh, what's been popping off? The old. Uh, I, I heard a name. You mentioned you mentioned a name. I was just gonna kind of pause on yeah. that name for a minute, and maybe people should uh, check those out. Yeah, right. The Phanto uh, Lantern, which is one of the OG um, mints on Phantom, you know, from a year ago, and it's been sort of abandoned and left to die. It was. It was really cool theme pumpkin heads you know during halloween and um it looks like there's some movement on those so who knows what's going to happen there i know that um potluck did a tweet this morning uh about that project so you never know what's up voodoo sleeve but um you know whenever these things start moving there's usually going to be some action there and again it's you know the free mint is going to bring you for instance, my Discord, anyone that joins, I have the sales bots for all the all the um, the marketplaces, and you can kind of see what's moving. And you know, if if you're in on a free mint, then you have a little phantom to spend. You can start seeing what's moving and jump into that community, like I was like I was saying earlier. So, I love the free mints. Uh, I hope they continue. Um, obviously, some are going to be cash grabs, and uh, you know, for the royalties for uh, you know, you, if, you're, if you're interested, you know, seeing what the royalty, the, the creator's getting there. But, um, you know, it's all about the team behind it. If there's a solid team behind the free mint, it's going to have some legs. And 
it's worth holding on to those and, and letting it ride and seeing where, where it goes. But, um, you know, I'd say anything with potluck, free mint is going to have some value because you're going to earn labs token immediately, which helps you get on whitelist for future mints and just so many perks uh, within their ecosystem, just to give them a shout out. But um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the free mints. Um, I don't see any harm. Do you see any harm? Not really. I mean, uh, again, <laughs> Let's not uh, let's not kid ourselves. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the NFT space is a shit ton of fun, and certainly, you know, people are investing money and they're investing like their real life, uh, you know, their real life dollars that they earn in the world or from their portfolio. So it needs to be you know treated with respect for sure. But let's not ignore the fact that it's it's a ton of fun. You know, the communities are great. Um, at least, you know, the phantom community is incredible. The art's cool. I mean, there's, there are some really, really incredibly talented artists out there. Um, you know, we call, we call them out, you know, every single week that are just, you know, mind blowing as it relates to, you know, their, their product and, and there's some good artists and there's, you know, some fun projects. So I, mean, I don't see any problem, uh, with, with the free mints at all. And, and, you know, one of the things I, I, you know, talked about i think last week but i'm also super interested in what you guys have been doing um around you know free mint burning tokens creating rarity you know essentially mutating it into something else you know the giga phantom to the giga chad to the uh, uh what mega chad or, or whatever uh mega giga chad <laughs> mega giga chad mega yeah. mega giga chad it's just fun and it does what you know. I think needs to happen, uh, which is to try to try to create scarcity uh, around these projects because you know that's that creates rarity and, and more you know valuable collections. So you know, I don't know. Talk about that for a minute because I, I do I do like the the tokenomics of these burns combined with Freemans, combined with you know abandoned projects, and uh, I think it'll be really interesting to see how it how it evolves and develops. Right. Again, it's just, it's all fun, right? We're all sort of in this, uh, this bear market together. We're all one big team here. And, you know, for it's, for me, it's rewarding those that are still here, sticking it out and sticking with the community and not vanishing. So, you know, if, if you're paying attention, if you're on Twitter, if you're on discord, if you're, if you're still involved, and we do a free Giga Phantom drop. And now you could get that for fun to help rally the market. It was a great rallying cry, right? And, you know, if you're sticking around, you're, you're showing the Giga Phantom as your PFP. You're in the community. Now you have a chance to burn those for a Giga Chad. And now those have real value, you know? Um, you're being rewarded for being, for being here, you know? Um, and, and that's and that's the whole and the swole pad same thing it's it's for those in the community that are 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 here and having fun in this shitty time where there's a lot of pain and just trying to keep that keep that fun going keep keep the ecosystem growing getting more exposure getting more wallets building 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 because eventually there's going to be a bull run and whoever's here now is going to for sure be there then and is going to be doing really well. And 
for me personally, I want to reward all those folks any way that I can. So, so quick, I, that, that's awesome. And I, I totally agree, but uh, quick giveaway alert. Uh, Heels just offered up a Giga Chad as a giveaway. Um, so you're going to want to jump on this. we got a Giga Chad giveaway. Um, all you need to do to enter is retweet uh, Phantom Punk's uh, pinned tweet, tag a couple friends, give it a like, and uh, we'll run a Twitter picker. I, mean, I think, you know. Well, uh, let me let me do a new pinned tweet and I'll do that. Um, okay. Because that the other pin tweet is going to be for that first giveaway. Yeah. So let's you, you can do you can do two you can do two two pickers on the same tweet. That's probably the most active one. Oh. Whatever, whatever you want to do. No, okay, I'll do that. We'll keep it easy. So yeah, yeah, let's do I that. So, that. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you can just run, I think you can just run it again. Just run it um, again, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, jump on that, retweet it, like it, and uh, Heels is going to do a giga chat. Giga we'll, chat. We'll, we'll do that maybe in 15 minutes and i think sarge you're going to do your last one uh, at the end of the yeah, show yeah. at the end of the show um so you know just kind of cruising along more into strategy um you know i think a lot of people kind of tune in to hear some of the biggest collectors and, and the strategies you know the things that they're looking for things they're looking out for you know give us some of the indicators that make you really want to invest in a project. You know, a lot of people say, and we've talked about this a little bit already, but a lot of people say art, utility, team, um, you know, all of those kind of, you know, things. What about it for you personally is a big, you know, green flag indicator? Um, I would say I, I love the slightly smaller collections that have a little bit of scarcity to them. Yeah, um, we are. We already talked about the roadmaps. Um, you know, I think what you said, a reasonable roadmap is is the best one to look for. Something that's not crazy, but it's got some obtainable goals on there. Um, looking at the, the, the creators that over deliver all the time uh, that are active on social media, that when somebody posts, um, you know, a piece of their art, that they're interacting with that on Twitter or that they're interacting with that on Discord and they're not just distant. Um, you know, probably a, a great example of somebody that does that is um, Riot Ghoul's probably the biggest miss I have on yep. Phantom right now. I just cry at night because I somehow miss that completely. She comes up week after week as just an, an incredible example for new artists to learn from and follow. I mean, I've personally, you know, taken a lot of lessons and just have all the respect in the world, world for Elle and that project. Yeah, they're killing it. Uh, do such a great job. Sorry, are you going to say something? Uh, no, I wasn't. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. of course. I mean, yeah, L, yeah, L's, L's great. Um, love what she's doing. I, I know she's cooking up something right now, so everyone's kind of just waiting to see what it is. What do I need to buy and own so I get some of these airdrops? Yeah, just like buy the, all the, I, I, I <laughs> think the the, the uh, magic ghouls uh, seem to have a, the cheapest floor right now. Seem very. Uh, I haven't checked, but I think it's probably around three hundred phantom. I've seen some popping off time and again, and that's yeah, that's very affordable. I, I, I for for one of those, I think uh, owning a few of those would be a good idea. I, I might get one of those right now, actually. Yeah, there you go. go. Live sweep, live 269. sweep. 
Two sixty nine. Yeah, that's yeah, worth that's, the. What are the four the other ones? Thousand, right? Doesn't it, it's not it doesn't make sense that those would be so much less than the the rest of the the other collections. I know there's a bigger a bigger supply, but I don't think that should matter. Not when it comes to her. No, they're so cool. I mean, I I, I swear, and I could be totally wrong here. Like I have never actually seen a mint. If you there, there must have been one mint or 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 something along those lines. But it seems as though like a, a lot of her stuff is like you know own this and own this, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna airdrop you know based on you know what you know what the holders are. And again, that's it seems to be always a surprise and just really cool and engaging, and also just incredible art. So you know. Big shout out to L as usual. Um, you know, well, in that you same vein, great job of that too. I mean, thank you, sir. Uh, but I was just saying, both of you do a great job of that. I mean, good roadmaps. I'm trying to take care of your holders. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know, I it's just. I think it's. I think it's the key critical piece uh, to, to the whole puzzle. Um, you know, you look all the way back to, of course, you know, the biggest NFT project that exists. You know, the Board Apes. Uh, which you know were crazy, crazy expensive, um, but you know then they airdropped them a serum, and then they had a mutant, and then they got a dog, and then they got a you know I don't I don't even know all the things that they got, but they certainly provided uh, you know value and reward along the way. I mean they, they got airdropped the lands, and and, and they got airdropped ApeCoin and like all of this stuff. And I'm not saying that that's the ultimate roadmap because you know it's a new world today than it than it was um but there is a common theme and a common thread there um for you know for artists that to think about you know one of the things that we'll be doing with the gotham apes project is you know consecutively building kind of larger projects um we're dropping um, at some point uh a mint for something different it's kind of uh likely as a prize but that'll be like a 333 piece and then the generative collection will be a 999 and then maybe the one after that will be you know i don't even know uh, but maybe it'll be you know two two you know two two thousand two hundred twenty two, 2222 which allows me to go back to my holders from the original sets and you know airdrop them whitelist you know wh whatever it is uh, but keep it fun and, and, and keep it real and keep it rewarding for the people that support your projects. Um, yeah. And yeah. For, for me, it's, you know, I see anyone that uh, holds one of my OG phantom punks or um, as part of my family, you know, I'm always going to look after my family no matter what. So uh, it's such a, that's why I kept the collection so small. I wanted it to be a very tight knit sort of unique collection, 130 pieces, um, so it's so much easier to manage that way as opposed to a much bigger collection, many more pieces. And it's just me. I'm a one man show. So, um, you know, that I'm not going anywhere, you know, I'll always be looking out for their best interest, um, and rewarding them as long as they're holding, uh, my art, then I'm going to be a fan of theirs as well. So that's my roadmap. People clean rewarding. Love, Love it. it. Um, so you know, we, we talked about, you know, the green flags. What about the red flags? And, you know, what are like the common mistakes that you see with the new projects um, and creates for you 
mentally when deciding whether or not to you know, hit that mint button or hit that uh, hit that buy button. Uh, for me, I would say, you know, like I mentioned a minute ago, when you if you see no interaction on social media, uh, you know, last week it was a month and a half ago. You know, Discord is just maybe has a bunch of a bunch of people signed up, but no one's interacting on there. No one's talking. I think that's always a red flag for me. Um, you know, no roadmap at all, or even the opposite, where it's just too much is promised in a short period of time that you know is not going to. It's really kind of unachievable. That's you know that's uh, that's a common one. If you're not you're not part of the community, you're not providing updates. You've kind of ghosted, and it, it, it's a it's a delicate situation though. And you know, a you're not going to succeed if you don't you know persevere and keep trying. But you can also imagine a project, you know, puts a bunch of work into it. I don't know, you know, depends on what a bunch of work means uh, for a lot of different people. Maybe they put a few hours or maybe they put, you know, a few months. It's hard to say. Um, but, you know, you launch a project, uh, you know, you're maybe you're a good artist, you're a great artist, but you, you're not really, you know, social, you're not really good at communicating, you're not really, you know, uh, focused on marketing. And then no one really pays sales, there's no whatever, you know, how do people, you know, how do people get out of project? I mean, is there, is there a graceful way to exit if no one cares about what you're building? That's a good point. There's really not. I mean, uh, a lot of projects out there don't promise anything. You know, I bought a couple of early Phantom ones where they, you know, there was no roadmap and it was just you were buying it for the art or to have an NFT and, you know, they kind of disappear after a while. But it's, you know, I don't have any hard feelings because nothing was ever promised. It's worse to me when there's a huge roadmap and then the founders disappear, you know, right after a mint out. Yeah, that's just a uh, a dead giveaway of a rug. Just a rug. That's just a pure rug. I guess there's there's all different layers, right? There's a pure rug, a soft rug, and then uh, like I don't know how to leave because you know no one's you know no one's I don't have the tools or the resources or you know the ability to kind of keep going on this project that no you know no one seems to notice or care about. Um, I think. I, I... I, I wish, and I, there's so many projects that have launched that have soft rug, right? They just disappear. There's radio silence. What is so hard about just tweeting out, Hey guys, sorry to everyone. It just didn't work out. Th- these are the reasons. And we're going to put this project on pause, you know, just some kind of indication that, that it's done. You know, there's, how many bags are we holding of projects that have just ghosted, you know, and it makes me so mad. Um, and I hate that feeling, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, you could, you could drop us something, give us a little bit of information as to why you rugged. you know, I'm sure you didn't, no one's, uh, there are some malicious actors out there that are just straight up dropping stuff to make money and run. But there are some that, you know, felt into hard times. And if you are just honest with the community, I think that's a good look going forward. And then those are the kind of projects that you could see be revamped and, and mm-hmm. you know, come back stronger in the end. So yeah, I agree, man. I think authenticity goes a long way. I think there's, you know, some level of fear for, uh, for people that like, you know, the internet sleuths will like come out 
you know, analyze every single one of their tweets, dox them and harass them, you know, IRL. Um, but I don't know that that happens a ton. You know, you know, maybe it would happen with like a, a you know, multi-million dollar ETH project that, you know, that, that founders walked away from. But, you know, I'm, I'm also a believer you know, as someone who has built companies and entrepreneur and I've had success and I've had failure and all those things that, that, you know, one of the biggest life lessons you can get is from failure and you just kind of kind of got to own it with authenticity and you know there there always be some people who who you know feel one way or the other about it but you know for the most people uh, for most people I think that they understand that you know the lessons you learn um, you know building and failing and building back and you know building stronger uh, are pretty valuable it's it's actually one thing I don't shy away from at all if, uh, you know, if, if someone, uh, you know, did a project and it didn't work out and they do another one, I'm not, that, that doesn't blacklist it for me at all. You know, I, I look at it as you know, a very valuable and potential learning experience for them. As long as it's not malicious, as long as it's not just like, you know, total rug, um, then, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't turn me off from, you know, giving them another shot. Yeah, I think everybody has to fail forward a little bit in your life. Um, nothing's ever perfect. Uh, no one ever wins every single time. So you're, you're going to make mistakes. And but like you said, just not walking away and disappearing uh, on holders and just sticking it out, letting them know what's going on, keeping everybody updated and, uh, you know, keep keep trying. Own your results. Own, uh, own. And speaking of own, we have a new owner of that Giga Chad, uh, Nivea Dan. If congratulations you there you are the old you got the scully nice. pfp so yeah you got that giga chad giga chad for nivia dam there we go giving stuff away having some great conversation um you know good good insight and info on on all of that but let's talk about kind of more personal favorite projects you know, what, what's your favorite projects right now? There's so many, and we always put people on the spot a little bit here. Um, but, you know, give us a couple of your favorite projects and and tell us why. And um, and then, you know, you can even separate it really into two. If your favorites are more kind of OG uh, and been around for a while, you know, give us a couple of your favorite uh, new and upcoming projects as well. You know, let's, let's plug some Phantom Artists. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh... It's such a tough question. There's so many good ones out there. Um, I, I would have to throw a Slotopia out real quick. Just I've, I've been uh, bought. That's one of the first things I bought on Phantom. And dude just keeps delivering and grinding and growing. And they just just build just constantly. Um, you know, anyone that hadn't looked into that should. Those the suites and the condos and the penthouses, those things are just sick. Um, what else? The, I love potluck i love the swolch ads with sarge and potluck those are just the idea of crossing onto um ethereum and you know having mints there for holders i, I think that's just going to be huge for the people that have stuck with that uh from the beginning um you know how do you not say something somebody like teens on acid they did, he just keeps blowing it away um you know both you guys from a pfp i love tune heads and i love devilish is that too many now? No, keep, <laughs> keep, keep going, man. Keep going. Like you know, you're, you're calling out some great things here. I, I can roll through uh, stud artists for forever. The, I think the Biz Shadows launch coming up is going to be huge. Um, you know, Limit and Seth are doing an awesome job with that. 
Um, this does Phantom just has so much. Oh, you know what I really want is I think Sarge bought that at the auction house. That piece from Gimmicks, that Zelda one. Oh uh, yeah, I I did I did. That's one of my. That was a special piece for me. It was uh, I was visiting my mom for the first time in in years out in Ohio, and we were driving back from dinner, and I was listening to the auction, and I caught it right when he dropped that piece and I was like, mom, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and we were sitting in the car in the driveway. I was on my phone and we were, we were in the discord and I was like, I'm just going to, let's, let's, let's win this one for you, mom, for you. And so <laughs> that's, that's, that's how awesome. that went down. Yeah. And I, and I, and I hit him up right after I was like, dude, this was a special piece for me. Cause uh, I'm sitting here with my mom. It's been years and she got to w- witness me purchase an NFT and, it's the Zell, the Wanderer from uh, yeah, Oni cool Girl. Name too. Yeah, just and so that was my one. That's my one shot at that piece. Uh, they're so expensive now, um, as you knew, because the art's incredible. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. You want to scope out these artists that you know they're going to have a generative someday that is going to be sick and have the one one of their. Of, of their gen and he's doing a, a generative so have to own a gimmicks piece i mean just have to finally got my first one last weekend and i paid some fanties for it <laughs> uh, I, I, I scooped the gotham apes tribute piece for five thousand fanties but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't regret it for a second uh, in fact i i'm kind of in love with her she is quite the piece gimmicks is unreal and you know, while actually while we're talking about you know some of these, these legendary artists, I will throw myself a quick plug. Uh, on Saturday, uh, we're hosting a party inside my Discord, Apes and Friends. Um, this is going to be a super small auction. We've got Cosmic Friend, we've got Toa, Teens on Acid, we've got Sarge, we've got uh, Septa, we've got Limit Break. We've got Repeater and we've got Gimmicks. So there's just going to be six of us. We're celebrating uh, the sellout of the Gotham Apes Genesis Collection. I will be auctioning off piece number 32 of 32, uh, dropping some pretty serious alpha during that party. My Discord is closed because I'm being attacked by bots. Um, but if you want an invite, shoot me a DM, you know, tag me on a post or something. I'm definitely happy to give Discord invites to all our friends. I will probably open it up for, you know, a day or two before just to make it easy. Um, but, uh, you know, trying to keep uh, keep our Discord community, you know, really tight. I'd rather have, you know, three or 400 incredible community members than 3,000 bots. Um, it's just kind of, part of, kind of part of our thing. Um, as far you know, going, you know, just quick plug for myself there um, and going, you know, going back to Sarge as it relates to I think, favorite projects, uh, up and comers, you know, who's on your list this week, Sarge? Uh, well, uh, let's go with uh, three back. Um, again, another auction house, sort of new to Phantom, incredible artist, uh, does like these eggs. He's got the 33 egg collection, which if you look on paint swap, I think the floor is like, almost 7,000 phantom uh, if you could, if you could find one, but he auctions them off. And the best part, there's been two free airdrops for owning one of his pieces. So I have a spacey shroom and a FTM stamp 
stamp head, which were just dropped into my wallet. Incredible art. His art is just amazing. He's been doing this a real long time. So again, I see his art as something that could be a generative some someday down the line. And it's going to be, you know, just beautiful collection. Um, so definitely three back. And then how about row 1000? Again, another another Kiwi, or not Kiwi, he's an Aussie, I think, uh, dropping his collection in Tomb Heads, The Lads. Uh, I believe there's one on PaintSwap for about 500 FTM or so. But uh, again, could be a generative someday. They, they look awesome as PFPs and just a, a cool guy. He's, he's great up on the stage there, listening to him talk about he's a teacher. And these lads are this thing in australia where they have a certain style and <laughs> it was like a little subculture of lads and for us up north we have no idea what that is but uh, definitely interesting and unique so i would say yeah row 1000 and feedback for me great choices uh, i'm gonna shout out you know one of the best you know, I, I don't even know if it's up and coming at this point because she's been around for a while, but I just love her art, love her community involvement, um, really like her partner too. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about Cosmic Friend, um, who's, uh, who is, uh, you know, dropping a generative set and just, I think last weekend probably had a record sale for one of her uh, one for one, one out of ones at uh, Tomb Heads. Um, just all around, you know, check out Cosmic Friends. She'll be at our event on Saturday, dropping a piece. Um, so, I mean, I'm definitely watching, watching what she's building alongside Teens on Acid as part of the Acidverse. Uh, just such a great fit and great, great people. Um, so everyone listening who checks this out, um, definitely check out what she's got going on. It's going to be, it's going to be exciting. And, uh, a little alpha, but unconfirmed. I'm not 100% sure about this, um, but there was discussion that Teens is going to be dropping um, one of only very, very few legendary TOA cards on Saturday. So, you know, come check that out and start stacking Fanties because that lineup is just stupid silly. Um, you know, six artists, all some of, you know, some of my you know best friends in the space and just in incredibly talented talented artists um last question we're right up here on an hour um and then we will open up for a little bit of q a if uh if, if people are up for it um what is your here's another uh, on the spot what is your absolute favorite pc you own right now and you know follow up what would you love to own but don't own yet I'll just knock mine out real quick because it uh, it just occurred last weekend. My gimmicks piece, um, uh, sorry Sarge, my gimmicks piece is my favorite piece right now. I'm just you know pretty pretty happy about that. I'm gonna get that thing printed up and framed as well. Well, then I'm just gonna say right now, today my favorite piece is one of uh, two Fantas meows by Hayden Lee because I'm getting that free mint on Friday. So I'm pretty psyched about that. Oh yeah. Free mint. What about you, sir? Um, I would say uh, my tomb heads just because uh, it's kind of where I started. And uh, I was so excited when I, when I first got that one, it just it was definitely a goal. 
It's like a sentimental piece, right? Yep. A lot of nostalgia. If, if you can have nostalgia in like a nine month window, I'm not sure if that's a long enough period of time or not, but uh, that's what it is. You know, funny enough, um, out of all the art that I own, there's two pieces that I don't, and I, I may have missed the boat because his last piece went for, you know, over 9,000 Phantom on Sunday. I do not yet own a repeater. Um, really, really would like to own one of those. Um, we might have to wait for a, a generative or something like that. And I also don't own a tomb heads, which is just strange. Uh, you know, I think that I was, I was still pretty new when he was, when he was selling those things out last, you know, last summer or, you know, last summer, early fall. I just didn't have the fanties to do it. Uh, but no, that, that's a piece I definitely got to get. And then my, got to get myself a repeater. What's a, what do you not have that you want? Uh, for me, it would be a Rygul. Like I said earlier, I just bought a Magical where I'm sitting here. Uh, but uh, one of the OG collection there. And other than that, I want to get something from Gimmick. That's my next my next purchase. Hey, uh, I'll send you over a Rygul after this uh, space. All right, man? What? Dude, for real? Yeah, I got a bunch. So, yeah, we'll shoot you one for being a guest here, uh, being part of the uh, Phantom Punk community as well. It's one of the perks. Yeah, wow. you're, you're, you're also a Gotham Apes holder, so consider it from both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you are the best. That's how you take care of holders right there. I appreciate That's it. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Hell so yeah. And just, uh, I'm just pulling up the, I'm just pulling up the floor price on that. Just, uh, just throwing it out there. Riot Ghoul floor price is now 2,450 Phantom. There you go. There is a gift from, from Sarge to you, buddy. Holy moly. Live Dude. on the broom closet. Crazy. Who just wants to be it. a guest now? <laughs> oh, I won't. <laughs> no, I'm joking though. You do whatever you want, man. It's yours. Just going in the vault. Hell yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's amazing. Um, Cool. Well, let's see here. There's a couple more things that I wanted to do. Um, and the first one is kind of open up the floor. I'll open up the floor to um, any questions. If you want to come say hi, um, you know, give us a, you know, give us a hand raise and, um, and come say hi and, you know, ask, ask any questions or, or, you know, Pump your project, um, whatever you want to do. We'll give it a few minutes and uh, and just say hi to some hi to some people, hi to the community. Anyone uh, want to raise a hand? I think was that Voodoo? No, Voodoo, you're probably wrapped up in your in your uh, community mid, right? Oh, there we go. There you go, buddy. Invite to speak. There he what is. Up? What's up, Voodoo? No, man, the, the mint's uh, not for another hour. Thank God. Yeah. And I mean, there's no chance <laughs> I'm going to get a mint through anyways. AVAX is ridiculous. And, you know, they're just, there's people who are better at setting the gas on AVAX than I am. So I'll just be ready to pounce on secondary, I guess. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, man, uh, Heels, good to hear your voice. I think maybe the first time I've I've heard you. Um it's cool hearing. I mean, I think you're a lot like me as a collector, just probably with a better collection. <laughs> yeah, dude. Good to talk to you. Um, besides the Kentucky fan thing, I mean, I can get by that, though. Yeah, who, who's your team? 
my name's not a dead giveaway. Oh, that's the type of heels we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, heels. I'll do a bounty. Uh, Fifty thousand labs, whoever hacks this guy's wallet. Um. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now, now we're now we're doing hits on people. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's all it's all good. There was there's another person with Tar Heels in his name on Avax that I've been having to deal with, but yeah, I really never thought that. I I always just you know thought of the heel of your foot, and uh, that's what I thought too. Same thing. Yeah, which I also thought was weird. But, you know, all, all these <laughs> names are weird, so who cares? Everybody expected a better story. No, it's all good, man. Mine's my story's worse. So um but yeah, man, I'm I'm glad you're pumped. So how many swole chads do you have? Five. Yeah. I had five and I gave one away like an idiot. No, I had six. I sold one on accident because I forgot it was listed and when the floor rose a bunch. And then uh, gave one away, so now I'm down to four, and I just I don't think I can part with any before all the all the east stuff happens, you know. Yeah, no, Dude, way. I can't I have, wait. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Next, I'm working on these Starlas. They are looking good, guys. I'm super, super, super psyched about the Starlas. Man, I can't wait. That's all I could say. Yeah, no more previews. We'll just we're just gonna do it next week. I'm not gonna show you any more. Well, I mean, you're gonna show me. No, <laughs> I'm gonna. Nah, I will, I will. I'll kill you. No. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this is like I've been telling everybody. <laughs> I'll just brag on Sarge here, but I mean, there's nobody more fun for me in the space to just think up crazy ideas and then call Sarge. Partly because I actually have his phone number, um, and so just call him up because like he's just the most you know, generous person in the, in the space. Like he, he doesn't care about the money or the brand necessarily. Like it, he doesn't need the attributions. And uh, so it just makes it a lot of fun. We can have a lot of fun together and just create crazy crap and just seeing what happened from, from swole or from the giga phantom, which was like me calling him up on, I think it was a Sunday whenever the market was going to crap and him and plot yeah, doing all the work. Yep. Yeah, it's when there's lunar rugging and markets yeah, just, crashing. You're like, man, we got to do something to to get this community uh, spirits up, you know? That's and it was all you. And I was like, yeah, I'll I, give you something in 20 minutes. Boom. I mean, I can do ideas all day, but it's you got to have somebody willing to to uh, actually do the hard work of doing the art and you know putting in. Uh, obviously, plot twist always does the hard work of doing contract stuff and generating and so does dracula but you know gotta have those artists who make things fun and uh yeah there is some alpha i'll share this uh first time ever but you may want to hold four phanto lanterns you may want to hold four there may be a resurrection coming and uh i know there's over 600 holders of the project which is pretty impressive for a project that's pretty much died um but the resurrection is coming thanks to uh thanks to the one member of their team who was left and plot twist and zavi so nice. that's all the info i'll give you i share one tweet it. but there's some yeah. good stuff coming i know knew something was happening when i saw the sales bot going nuts on the lanterns so <laughs> awesome man how much those... did, how much did the floor go up because right now it's at 37 45 50 50 um, um it was like 14. 
but oh my goodness but there wasn't that many listed like you know there was three listed on paint swap and however many on nft key and no one had bought one on paint swap in over a month and so i bought the two that were like in the 20s and then the floor went to like 700 because nobody was listed there but uh yeah i'm really excited we got oh i just can't wait to share the full alpha but I'm, I'm just going to wait a little bit longer, but you know, I really suck at holding an alpha. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it like oozes out of my pores. Well, the thing with these is um, these are such an OG collection that I'm sure a lot of these are held in wallets that are no longer active on phantom. So I feel like there's going to be less supply than, than there, than there is right. Like active. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. Um, yeah. But that's part of why we, want to help with this because it does have a lot of like og wallets they may not be fully active but i don't know if they're like abandoned you know wallets um so maybe it can re-engage people in the space exactly and that's what i love what you guys are doing with that is just you know re-engaging it's all about getting uh because of, you know, a lot of bag holders on these guys i mean it was again one of the first mints and it was fun and there's a lot of hype around it and and then it just disappeared and you know, so, we're spent spending a lot of money on these guys. And now to see them resurrect is, is amazing. It's great. I, I got a, I got a bone to pick with whoever's wallet is uh, ends with E seven D three zero four, because you just caused me two failed transactions <laughs> and nine five O's going nuts too here. Yeah. That's I got, cool. I, I got three of them. I got three. That's that might be me. Oh, that's you there uh nine five oh i'm not funny enough i don't even know but uh yeah someone caused me two failed transactions jerk (laughs) so is this the part where i can shield projects for voodoo for you to like pick up off the floor and and pop (laughs) yeah yeah you can shill and uh we'll see how it goes so what you got nice uh i definitely wasn't thinking about room pixies (laughs) yeah so Here's the thing. We have like a potluck. This isn't like a brag or something. It's actually kind of like a burden, but we have multiple projects come to this. Like right now, because of the market, it just sucks because so many, so many people are just having to give up because between the costs of their devs for what they were trying to do in the future um, or the artists, so many people. Well, it looks like Twitter spaces has rugged us once again, but thank you for listening to the broom closet. NFT insights and strategies from the biggest collectors. Like what you hear? Join the conversation. Download and subscribe for free on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes as they become available. We are right here live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. UTC on Twitter Spaces and Podcast. Next week, we have Mista Spoons. Thank you for joining us.